Welcome to the Family Rules Podcast, where we discuss family, relationships, marriage, parenting, and everything we've learned along the way. And how to get through it all. It's me, TJ Jackson, and with me is my wife, Frances Jackson. Hello. And we are going to give you some key strategies, tips, and rules on how to strengthen your family and help you and your family live your best lives. So on today's show, we are going to discuss L-O-V-E. The big love word. Yes, we are going to discuss love, what it means, what it is, all that good stuff. It has so many different meanings. So, and what's cool about today's episode, we all we actually also posed the question on our Family Rules Facebook group. Yes. And got some really great responses that we're going to play and comment on. But to start, we are going to discuss the definition of love. What do you think love is defined in the dictionary? What do you think it says when you look up the word love? You know, I don't I don't know if there's an actual word or a, one definition for love. What do you mean? I remember um, seeing an interview that Kobe Bryant did and the the reporter asked him what love meant to him. Mm-hmm. And his quote, I'd love to read that. Please. Kobe said, a journey that has its ups and downs. It's a certain persistence to go through the good times and the bad times with someone or something that you truly love. Mm. That was pretty profound to me. Nice. And what I love about it is, well, we should talk about this further, but Kobe, obviously, who's no longer with us, you could feel the love he and uh, Vanessa had. Absolutely. And what I was about to say is, unfortunately, because he's a public figure, we all know about the struggles their relationship had. Yes. And it goes to tell you that I do feel that love can graduate into a true love stance. Absolutely. No love is perfect. You're going to, I think that's true love. When you go through those ups and downs and you're able to still love that person unconditionally. So before we get further into that, because there are three types of love that I wanted to discuss. Okay. At least what I think I've narrowed it down to. I want to read to you what the actual definition of love is. Let's do it. Dictionary.com says love. Now, this is the noun version because we all know there's a noun and a verb. Mm-hmm. The noun version is a profoundly tender, passionate affection for another person. Okay. I would like to add, I mean, and it's tough because there's so many different... Types of love. There's so many different types of love and there's so many definitions even within a definition. I just took the very first definition. Yeah, because it could be different between mother and child, Mm -hmm. you know, your parents, And it it doesn't have to be people. You can love things. You can. You can. You love your good morning America. I know, but I could also live without that. I can't live without you. Oh. (laughs) That was a good one, huh? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That was well played. It's the truth. That was well, well played. (laughs) Miriam Webster says, love is a strong affection for another arising out of kinship or personal ties. And then Oxford. The Oxford definition of love is a feeling or disposition of deep affection or fondness for someone typically arising from a recognition of attractive qualities from natural affinity or from sympathy and manifest manifesting manifesting 
itself in concern for the other's welfare and pleasure in his or her presence. That's a, that's a mouthful. That is a mouthful. I, I lost you on that one. You sure did. <laughs> Why did I lose you on that one? I don't know. You feel love should be simpler? Yeah, I don't feel like there's one true definition for it. So, I really but don't, don't you commend Oxford for trying with that paragraph? Yeah, I guess I do. I agree with you. I, I don't think love is easy to define. I think it's actually very difficult to define. I think we often confuse that, which causes us humans a lot of issues. Yes, because there is a difference between lust and love. Yes. Again, you are teasing my three loves. Oh, so. okay. Let's not go there just yet. Okay. But uh, yes, love can take a lot of different forms. As I said, you could love kids. You can love spouses. Your parents. Your parents, your friends, a song. Yes. A book, a movie, a celebrity, a place. You could love... Don't act like you can't <laughs> love a celebrity. You love your Enrique. I, to, a, to an extent. Hmm. To an that's not what it's that's not the emotions <laughs> you were showing two years ago at the concert i love his music okay yes i do <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but here's the thing all those types of love aren't the same right true yes. so that's where i think the confusion comes in and and I, I think it's important to to understand that because oftentimes we give love and the rest of the well, I'm not going to say the rest of the words in the dictionary, but most of the words in the dictionaries are very easy to define. You know what a pencil is. Mm-hmm. You know what a shirt is. You know what glasses are. You know what those things are. So it's very easy to pinpoint where love, it's not easy. It's not. So we can't just assume we know what love is because it's various, various types of love. And it has many different emotions as well. Do you, uh, do you have some emotions you want to discuss? Or we yeah, just... I mean, I'm just saying that love is, it's many different emotions. You could be happy, you could be sad, angry, excited. All within love. All within love. Nice. Yes. Nice. Okay, so I, I personally, if, if I had to finish the sentence, and I'm going to ask you the same thing, love is. So love is, and then we're going to finish the sentence. I think for me, it would be love is commitment. That was one of mine, actually. For me, I would say love is a connection. Ooh, so you say connection. Mm-hmm. I say commitment. You know what's so funny? I have my notes, and we don't share notes, but I said, to me, love is commitment. It's willing and having a desire to stay connected. And that's funny because I, I have love is a connection, and it's a commitment is the next one that I have. I think we have those two. Well, I think we 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 have a connection. I think we have a commitment to stay connected and to continue to grow. We I feel like we it's a daily thing that we try to grow for each other, for ourselves as well. Mm, yeah. Okay, here's a here's a quick question. Can you fall out of love? Yes. You think you can? 100%. You would know. I I do know. <laughs> <laughs> You can fall out of love? 100%. Because, again, my questioning is this. If you love someone or something so much, don't you kind of commit to that person? You do to an extent. So this is where it gets complicated. It Because I'll go with my first marriage. There was love there. There was a strong love. But I feel also when there's that, that angry love and that sad love, it, it kind of overshadows the happy love. So because there was so much turmoil, 
you, you can slowly, and it took time. It did not happen overnight, but there was so much turmoil that it caused me to fall out of love. This is my question though. I, I'm, I respect that and I understand that. And I think that is exactly what you you feel. But my question to you is if you were ever, cause I'm, I question if you were ever in true love in your first relationship. I feel there was always kind of a flawed aspect to your relationship. And let's let's not forget, when you were in this relationship, I was playing with Transformers. I was just a little kid, so <laughs> I don't really have inside information. You are doing more than playing with Transformers, <laughs> TJ. Don't you even try it. <laughs> but 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 the How truth old of, were you when you had your first girlfriend? Let's put that out there. I was probably there. 13, 14. Yeah. Yeah, but you... You were, were 13. Let's hmm. just say that. It may have even been 12. Well, when you were together <laughs> with your ex-husband, you were 14, 15. And yes. like I said, I was 10, 11. This is true. Nine, playing with Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> you were playing with the more things than Transformers. <laughs> All right, let's, let's refocus. Okay, but I would say that your first marriage had some flawed elements to it. I think that yes, one of the flawed flawed elements was we were very young. Did we even understand what love was at that that age? Probably not. So for me, I'm still not convinced you can fall out of a true love. Well, there that's a difference though. Can you yes, I I feel like a true love that there's that commitment and that connection that each of you have for the other. So you're willing to work on it. And and it's not perfect, but you're willing to work on yourselves in that relationship. When only one person is working at it, that's not true love. Okay. And then if it falls out of love, does that other person who is the one who's trying and working on it, does that person ever fall out of love? Yes. Okay. And and I I don't want to be a gossip type of podcast but i'm gonna take i'm gonna just say it oh you're going there i am going there i don't like going these places but okay i'm talking about will and jada yeah that was that was a hard one you know and and they represented great love yes and i still feel there's love there absolutely they have that understanding that they will always be together but i believe that they're they themselves really work on being better people how can I be a better person? And I, it, it's true. And, you know, they, I watched the interview and they both said that no one is in charge of your happiness. Only you can be in charge of your happiness. Yeah. But when you're a happier person, you have more light just being a happier person. Yeah. So that leads to a better relationship. Well, and, and I only went there because they went there as well. I'm yes. not going to dive into, uh, personal information and i think we should leave it there i mean i i also feel like we could all learn from it exactly and i feel that's why they did what they did absolutely okay so for me there's three types of love and i've kind of i did my research and i've narrowed it down to three types of love Mm -hmm. i haven't really given them titles so maybe you can help me with titles okay but i feel there's really three types of quote-unquote love okay the first one is false love Yes. And I feel it's more lust, infatuation. It's us falling in love with an idea. Yes. And us not really understanding what true love is or what 
love is supposed to feel like or be. And we kind of settle for a false love. Or we find ourselves enwrapped in the desire to have love that we settle for false love. That makes sense. Where's your stance on that? I I believe that. I I believe a lot of people get confused between love and lust. Okay. Yeah. So so for me, that's the first one. That's the first type of quote unquote love. I love this guy. He's the, you know, I, I just met him. And it's like he does this, he does... We actually were watching a Netflix movie that I fell asleep on Hmm. called Desperados. Yes. It just came out. And to me, it's kind of... It reminded me a lot of this false sense of love. She was so hungry to become a a wife or start her family that she was trying to make anyone work. That's, to me, false love. For sure. The second type of love is, to me, flawed love. Okay. Flawed love is kind of conditional or it's based on certain things or or there's just one side of the equation is not committing or really in it together. Right. They, there's a dis, there's some kind of distraction there, I think. Distraction, distortion. No, con- the connection isn't there like it should be. It's almost like you're trying to convince yourself that there is, but there's really not. And the tough thing, in my opinion for this is the person can want to be in love with someone, but something in them is pulling them away from being in love with someone. Yes. And I don't necessarily think that both sides don't quote unquote love each other. I just think there's maybe a personal issue that one side has to deal with to allow itself to be a loving person and a giving person the proper way. That makes sense. I can agree with that. You're okay with this so far? Uh, I like it. Okay. Hey, (laughs) she likes it, people. Okay. And then to me, there's a third type of love. And I think I know what you're going to say, but I'm going to let you have it. But I'll just tell you, it's probably my favorite type of love. Forever love or sometimes called true love. Mm -hmm. And that's a selfless type of love where you are putting others first. You are... You have a like a forever. You have a forever mindset, a permanent mindset. Yes. And th- there's a genuine focus and desire to improve not only the relationship but yourself. Yes. So that you can grow as a person to be the best you can for yourself, of course, but for your relationship and family. Which is why true love is one of the hardest loves to maintain. Tell me why. What do you, what do you mean? Because it's, it's, it's almost love without boundaries. It's, it's selfless love. So you're going to not really have expectations for the other person. Obviously, you know, you expect them to treat you well and give and reciprocate, but just know that you're, you're going to be putting out more than what you give. Mm -hmm. And it should, you, when you truly love someone, there's really no expectations like, oh, I'm only going to love him if he buys me this ring or, you know, it's just, it's pure selfless love. So I'm only going to buy him if he love buys me this ring or he lost his job and is all of a sudden lot down and out. Yes. And, and we're kind of sidetracking, but when someone loses their job, oftentimes they develop a character, maybe like a a down and out. I don't want to say lazy, but like a, a completely different personality. Well, because and they're going some through something, and they're going through something, and I think that's a big issue. Is a lot of the times we 
use that as an example to check out. Yes. And to say... An excuse. An excuse where the position should be more about healing and helping that person regain what they lost. Absolutely. That person was supporting you and taking care of you. And now because they don't have their job, you're just going to say, oh, I'm done. That's not true love. True love is you're going to help. You're going to be the solution. You're going to help them in any way that you can. That's that's beautiful. And And to me, that that marks the difference. And it's it's putting your ego aside. There is no ego in true love. Yeah. It's it's it truly is pure selfless love. Mm. Nice. Okay. To rewind a bit, there's so many different ways, there's so many different things of love, but to me, it's three types of love that that really designate in a relationship where you're at. And I think you can graduate from flawed love to true love. Yes. I don't think you just land in true love within a year. I think it does take some time to develop and and strengthen. And I think it happens with, again, personal strength and empowering and personal growth, as well as relationship strength and growth. It has to be with the right person. You have to have that commitment and that connection. The two of you have to have it. One cannot have it more than the other. It's truly a connection that you two say, whatever we go through in life, we're going to be together. We're going to support each other. And this is how it's going to be. Well said. I, I don't really think I have much else to say except uh, it, for any males listening out there. And this is, this is going to be, I mean, I guess women should hear this too. But for a guy, oftentimes we are kind of self-centered. We, we're kind of think about ourselves and our needs and our desires first. And I want to tell any men out there, and I, I, I don't know if I should be saying it that way, but it's just as a man, I feel the way to, it's the right way to say it. You, you can graduate and get into a place where you actually find more enjoyment giving to your wife first. And it's not being wussy. It's not being um, less of a man. It's not being less of a man. It's not being whooped. It's not being that. There's there's actually a joy that can surpass your own personal joy when you're giving to others and to your wife. And I think that's an important thing for a male to say to any male listeners. Amen, TJ. You agree with that? Absolutely. Now, you know, it's funny. You're looking at me like you want to eat me. <laughs> you're going to be my snack today. <laughs> I see your eyes and that wasn't planned, but I see your eyes. But I I think that's just important to say for our our males to listen to and hear. Truly is. We need more of them just like that. Okay. So Fran, we also asked, as I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, we asked our Facebook Family Rules group to finish the sentence, love is. Okay. Okay. So now we're going to listen to some of the responses and make a quick comment on some of them. Cool. All right. So here we go. First one is from Georgia. So to me, love is trust. It's the feeling of having someone who you can literally talk to about anything. There are no limits and no feelings of awkwardness. Love is the strongest feeling, in my opinion, and I think everyone deserves to experience it. Love that one. It's nice, right? Very beautiful. And what I loved about what Georgia said is love is the strongest feeling. Yes. And it, she, she is right about that. Terry had this to say for me and i'm speaking for myself love is trust patience understanding and appreciating without these we are like actors in a movie 
All we need is love. There's so many different types of love out there. Be careful. Oh, be careful, Terry. I like that one. Okay, so why do you like be careful? Because <laughs> love can get you when you least expect it. It can? Oh, yeah. It could put you in a whirlwind if you're not careful. But isn't that kind of a cautionary tale to make sure you're not in our first type of love, the false the love? The false love. The lust, the infatuation? But I love that she said that it's it's patience and understanding because it is. Yeah. And appreciation. And of course, yes. Yeah. But that's that's one that a lot of people miss. I think a lot of people don't appreciate their partner properly. I think we learn to do that later in our marriage, mm. in our relationship, to appreciate one another. Okay, next up is Catherine. There are different types of love, but I saw true love with my parents and forgive me if I cry when I tell you this because it's very hard to say this without crying. So sweet. <laughs> well, they had really hard times and things were not always great. Um, but no matter what, they always took care of each other, even through their hardest times. Um, even when they weren't even sleeping in the same room, mm. they still took care of each other. And every single morning, my dad would bring my mom her tea mm. and he would talk to her in a baby voice and he would touch her face she passed away 12 years ago um and still every single morning and every single night he walks up to her portrait oh, i'm sorry <laughs> and he touches her face mm. wow wow that nice. is that is true beautiful love right there and Catherine, I would have to say you are blessed to have witnessed that. Yeah. That's beautiful. And she's she's obviously emotional about it because yes. it was true love. And that's, I think, the ironic thing about love. Everything hurts more when you're deeper in love. Yes. And when you see and experience deep love. But that doesn't mean we should not pursue true love. Because true love, in my opinion, gives that person or that relationship or that family more value and more depthness in, Absolutely. in the relationships and in the family. But I love what you said, Frances, is that she is blessed to have experienced and witnessed it. And I mean, I, I felt their love and I'm here. Mm. I felt their love in, in my soul as she was saying the story. The story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Catherine. When asked, what is love? April had this to say. Love is unconditional, meaning you work through the hard times, the ups and downs, but you don't give up on that person. You continue to love them unselfishly and wholeheartedly. Yes, April. Preach, April. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Nasat. Now, I know Nasat's from Texas. She has this to say. Love is what eradicates fear, envy, bitterness and hatred from this entire world and liberates your soul like no other. It is what brings light in the darkest places and cures your greatest pain faster than all the medication on this earth. It is why we must always operate from a frequency of love no matter what. Nasat, she came with it and got all philosophical on us. Yes, she did. Okay, we got one more from Kinga. All right, let's hear it. Love 
is not just a feeling, as it seems to some. Love is hard work. You have to be able to adapt. You have to be able to give up. Love is difficult, but also beautiful. That's why it's worth work and hardships. Love is opening up to other people. It's happiness. It's um gaze of the soul. It's giving. It's a miracle. And it's a sea of emotions. Yeah. Beautifully said. Her, her voice... Is very calming. It really, really is. All right, let's close. But before you do... Yeah? I'd like to remind all of our listeners about our Family Rules Facebook group. Nice. And we're going to do a post to follow this episode where we can carry on the conversation. And we're going to ask, what question, Francis? What does love mean to you? Perfect. Okay, so we're closing. Ready? Yeah. I have to say this. If you're liking this podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite podcast listening apps. It really helps. And don't forget to tell a friend. Thank you for listening. Thanks for joining us today. And make sure you subscribe or follow us. And finally, remember, love love is is the answer. answer.